you can see these large footprints embedded into the carpet, creeping along the wall ninja style. She raised her arms up over her head and started to come towards me. And she had her mouth open like she was screaming. I hear my sister on the top bunk say, Ashley, you could see pieces of her hair being twirled in thin air. But now all of a sudden, the green orb comes towards our truck, and it shoots out over the mountains into outer space. It is gone. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. And I'm Rebecca Black. So coming up, we might as well call this episode like our evidence episode or something. I know so many people (laughs) sent really cool photos and videos, all kinds of great stuff this week. So that is all coming up. By the way hauntedaf.com. You can find all of our companion blog stories, everything that we talk about right there. Plus, you can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. And you know what? I'm about to go all kinds of mom on our fans. (laughs) (laughs) Please do. Picture me waving my finger saying, y'all better send your stories in right this second because the well is dry. Send your stories to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. And do me a favor. Try to keep your stories short and sweet and stick to the facts because sometimes I will find myself an hour into editing a story and I'm like, what the hell is she really going to tell us where exactly on the street this house is located again? Don't hate me, but sometimes the long stories get really difficult and we do have a couple of rules. Remember, it has to be something you've actually experienced, not just something that you sensed, not a really scary dream that you had, though I know sometimes it can be really, really scary. And again, try to just stick to the facts. But send them all, hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Got to send big love to Dale Road. He is our newest patron. So head to patreon.com and search for Haunted AF to become a patron for exclusive content like full interviews. I'm going to post the one with Troy Taylor, the guy who wrote about the real exorcism behind the exorcist. Yeah, I'm behind on posting that. Sorry, but last week was bad crazy here in Texas. So <laughs> yes, it was <laughs> playing a little catch up on that. But every dime we make through Patreon goes directly back into the podcast. So it is a way for you to help us out. And we got to send out a plug for Alicia Madigan. So she's been asking us for weeks to plug her jabroni radio show. And mm-hmm. I haven't had a chance to listen to it. I have no idea what it's like or if it's any good, but she's a huge supporter. So y'all go find Alicia's show on jabroni radio. Let's go ahead and talk about Jennifer's Tesla video. If you have not seen that, go to hauntedaf.com, look for the season five, episode five companion blog. Uh, Mm -hmm. So here is what Jennifer had to say. Hey, Julie and Rebecca, this is Jennifer from Minnesota. I'm the one that emailed you last week that my husband has a Tesla and for my birthday, I wanted him to drive me through a cemetery to see if anything would happen on his Tesla computer screen. So he agreed, even though he's a total skeptic. So after my birthday dinner, We got into his Tesla and my twin sons that are 13 were in the backseat. So I decided that we would go to this nearby cemetery that happened to be the oldest cemetery in our area. Not because it was rumored to be haunted. I just thought, okay, it's old. So let's try this. And as soon as we pulled in, there was a snow pile blocking the rest of the lane. It's the older part of the cemetery right in the front. So we paused the car and almost immediately you could see people flashing on the screen like there was somebody there and it 
flashed several times and there was nobody there. And then it flashed right in front of the car. So I'm kind of thinking, okay, maybe the snow is confusing the car and that it thinks there's somebody there. But that doesn't really explain why there was figures on the right hand side of the car because there was nothing there. So my husband is still convinced that it's got something to do with the Tesla itself, that it's not actually paranormal. So we decide to drive through the rest of the cemetery to see if anything else would happen. So we drove through the rest of the cemetery. Nothing is happening. Nothing's showing on the screen. And I said, why don't you drive back to the snow pile and see if we can get that to happen again? So we pull in there and now nothing is happening. No figures popping up. Nothing. So he wanted to try another cemetery to see if these figures would show up and maybe it's a Tesla thing, kind of a Tesla joke. So there was another cemetery about 10 minutes from there. We pulled in there, nothing, nothing showed up on the screen. So yeah, I really don't know what happened and why we got so much action in the first minute that we pulled into the cemetery. So I just wanted to share my story with you. Thanks guys. Thanks Jennifer and happy birthday. First of all, I love how you can hear her dog the whole time. Yeah. We cannot escape our freaking animals right nope. now. I also love that her husband is a skeptic, but then he's also the one that's like, well, let's go try it at another cemetery. <laughs> right. I know. It's greatness, though. And can I just tell people, don't go randomly asking Tesla drivers if you see one in a parking lot, if you can borrow their vehicle for a minute. They do not appreciate that. <laughs> Wait, does that uh, work? <laughs> it, no, it did not work. So, like, when the sun came out here in Texas, right, the snow was melted, we had to go to a PetSmart or whatever, and there's a Tesla driver out. And I, like, I'm an idiot. I, like, run up to them, like, hey, can I, can we go to the cemetery? It's just like, no. That's a terrible idea. And they tell you, don't get in cars with strangers. And I was like all willing to go try and get in this woman's car. And she's like, please leave me alone. Yeah, you were the creepy stranger, Rebecca. Yeah, I sure was. Well, we've been getting tagged nonstop in these Tesla videos. So this is definitely a phenomenon. I like Jennifer's husband's idea that it's a joke that Tesla's playing on us, like a little bug they put in the program. Which I had, yeah. But what we need now is for someone who has a Tesla just to go sit in an empty parking lot. I need to know, does this happen elsewhere other than cemeteries? If the it's cemetery. Just, right. Maybe it's a bug or something that it's picking up. Possibly. Who knows? Oh, one other thing that happened when Jennifer and her family were out. And when you watch the video, so I guess Jennifer's twin sons are in the backseat. And there's uh-huh. one son that's like completely disinterested. She's like, oh my gosh, you see that? <laughs> and he goes, yeah. And then the other one's getting freaked <laughs> out. But something that happened, I'll share this video too. It was pretty quick. But when they went to the second cemetery, mm-hmm. there's a little key fob that's hanging off their rear view mirror. And while they're just sitting there in the cemetery, they realize the key fob is spinning erratically. (gasps) And yeah, the dad says, look at that. Why is that happening? And then Jennifer shoots the camera up so you see it moving and it's already starting to slow down. But if you pay attention, you can hear it moving. You can hear it swinging around. So even the dad's like, actually, to me, that's more paranormal than anything else that we've seen. There's no reason for that to be spinning that way. So hauntedaf.com, go to the companion blog and we'll post that when they're as well. All right. So this next story comes from Cheyenne, who says she felt like someone was always watching her at her parents' home. She would even hear noises in other rooms, but find no one was there when she went to check. Then things escalated. Mm-hmm. Like always. Cheyenne, yep. But Cheyenne says, I was trying to sleep one night with my hand hanging over my bed when I felt something. 
I realized it felt like someone was massaging my hand. Oh, no. Oh, God. And I'm like, just a normal massage is creepy, let alone from a stranger (laughs) under your bed. (laughs) What kind of massages are you getting? They're not creepy. They're not creepy. No, like, you know, it's like if you basically break it down, you're getting like hot oil rubbed all over your body by a total stranger. That's creepy. I think this is just stemming from someone that you and I both know who would give unwanted massages. Ah, that's incredible. Great point. Now that you've said that, yeah, I think you're just a little, a little scarred. But yeah, Cheyenne's situation totally different. Yeah, she says I jumped up because I thought it was a bug or something and turned on the light. Of course, I didn't see anything, so I was like, whatever, and went back to sleep. A couple of nights later, it happened again with the same massaging. So then I put my foot out over the edge, and the massaging started on my foot. So she was like, "This is awesome." I love it. She's going with it. So the next night, I was laying on my back with my hand over the side again, waiting for my massage. (laughs) I felt it, but this time, it wasn't on my hand. It was going up my leg and moving up my inner thigh. Oh, no! Oh, my God! I know! She said I was so scared that at first I couldn't move, but then I curled up, wrapped my blanket around me, and put the pillow over my head. That's when I finally stopped. I didn't leave anything hanging off the bed after that moment. Oh my gosh, Cheyenne, that is an amazing story. So here's the thing. I was doing like a little bit of kind of minor research on sleep paralysis when we had the interview Mm -hmm. with Emma from Real Life Ghost Stories. And I stumbled across this book that was like paranormal sexual encounters. Oh geez. So, you know, Cheyenne clearly stopped it. She shut that shit down. But (laughs) some people are rolling with it. And like- Oh yeah. (laughs) There's, there are books about this of people getting nasty. I guess if you're lonely and it's been a while or whatever, but it's like you have no idea what that thing looks like. You know, no. it could be like no. one, like a weird little troll or a goat with fingernails. Is this Ew. really something you want? <laughs> I love that there's like a Fifty Shades type book for the paranormal <laughs> <laughs> encounters. Do you think they'll make a movie about that? Girl, there's several. There are several. And <laughs> oh my I, god! Then I was googling it on my phone which of course my kids always then go through my Google history and they're oh, like, geez. Mom. <laughs> it's for the podcast, obviously. All right, so this next story comes from Erica. Hi, so this is actually my mom's ghost story. She has a few, so I might send those in. But this happened when she had just came to the United States from Mexico and, you know, they didn't have much money at the time. It was her, my dad, and my two older siblings. And so they rented a room in a house in Santa Ana, California. My dad would get up at five in the morning to go to work and my mom would get up like around seven to get the kids ready for school. So by the time she would get up, he would usually be long gone. One morning she woke up and she saw my dad. So he was standing from the closet. Just it looked like he was looking for something to wear. She was kind of freaking out because she thought like, did you get fired or something? Like, why are you still here? You know, they needed the money at the time. So that definitely wasn't good. So she was already kind of like pissed off. When she asked him, he didn't answer. He just ignored her. So she gets up and she's like, hello, like, I'm talking to you. Did you not hear me? Why are you still here? Again, he continues to ignore her. And she's like, what is wrong with this man? So she goes, and my mom being the hot head that she was at the time, she goes and she smacks him in the back of the head. Her (laughs) hand goes right through him, like right through him. And this figure just completely 
disappears. She just smacked the ghost in the back of the head. And so later she asked the tenant, have you ever experienced anything weird in this house? And she said, yes. Oh, by the way, there's a few strange things that happen in the house. I forgot to tell you. So when the house was built, it originally had a pool and apparently a, boy, a little boy drowned in that pool. And the, the dad was so depressed that he ended up killing himself inside that house. Oh. But that is her ghost story. Ooh, thank you so much for that, Erica. So sad. I know oh. it's so sad, but the mom's smacking the ghost. <laughs> no, <laughs> like I hope she doesn't do that on the regular basis, where the dad like doesn't hear her or something, and she's smacking the back of his head. No, I'm thinking that's a regular occurrence in yeah. their household. <laughs> I, I think you're probably right. So now it's time to talk about Inez's video. It's something she sent into this. We just posted it on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We will share it again in the companion blog at Haunted af.com Just look for episode five season five so the video shows inez watching tv and uh it's got a little soft cell tainted love <laughs> i had to ask her i'm like what what are you watching and i guess it's a scene from bly house or oh okay but you just see this shadow kind of move across the bottom of the screen watch her cat because it kind of goes right past her cat her cat's name is eleanor it's a really cute little kitty by the way the thing that passes over the cat it's kind of big yeah and it's funny the first First time I watched the video, I'm like, I don't see anything. But then when you see it, yes. you're like, oh, dude, there it is. So we actually asked Inez if there had been any other activity in her house. And she says, I've had activity here since I moved in seven years ago. Nothing bad, though. Items go missing all the time. And I hear footsteps upstairs when nobody's home. There's shadow figures, mumbled voices, and the electronics are constantly acting up. I love how she's like, nothing bad, though. Yeah, but. <laughs> and then a laundry <laughs> like, list. that laundry list. Yeah. Uh, she says the weirdest one is, you know, the little screws that hold in doorknobs and like the outlet faceplate. Yeah. So she says those screws are constantly coming out. Ooh. She believes that it's the original owner who built the house and died in it. I went on to say that behind the camera, there's some windows, but the blinds are all shut so that it can't be sunlight or clouds that are coming through. Because that's almost uh, what it looks like. Clouds moving right? or like a shadow yeah. moving. She says that's not what it is. She also goes on to say that she borrowed the camera from a friend to see if she could catch something and that that camera has since stopped working. Ooh. She'd recharge the batteries, but they drain too fast to use. That's like a common thing. So yeah, again, hauntedaf.com, go to the blogs and look for the companion blog so you can see that video. We've been getting some really great videos sent to us from TikTok. I mean, TikTok Mm -hmm. is like a goldmine of paranormal videos. The thing is, they are really involved. They are like crazy intense. And it's for me, the more intense they are, like Mm -hmm. the the more I start thinking that they're staged. Uh, Yeah. We're still going to keep sharing them just because we like them. But then when you look at something similar, like the video that Inez sent, which is pretty strong to me, but you mm-hmm. compare something really subtle like that to these crazy like videos that Harry McClary is posting where orbs are like bouncing off the light fixtures in his house. You know? <laughs> and again, we can't vouch for any of those videos. We can't no. vouch for really anything that we share. On TikTok, no. <laughs> right. But the, the stories that we share here on the podcast, we try to stick to stuff that, uh, that we feel right. pretty solid about. Okay. So this next story comes from Pastor Greg. Hi, ladies. This is Pastor Greg. Really love the podcast. I just got done listening to the episode where you shared a ghost story from Gettysburg. So I thought I would send in my, or at least a couple of my experiences there. 
My wife, also a pastor, went to seminary at the uh, Gettysburg uh, Lutheran Seminary there. That's right on Seminary Ridge. Uh, So it was part of the battle. I was staying in a room that I rented when I went to visit her. And when I was in the room, there was a glass cross on the wall. And I remember waking up in the middle of the night and this glass cross slid down the wall and was laying at the bottom by the floorboard. Had it fallen, it would have shattered into a thousand pieces. Second story is actually my wife's story. She had an apartment on campus while she was a student there. And being from Texas, she wanted me to hang up a Texas flag. So we did. It was over her couch. And she would go to class. The flag would fall onto the couch. No big deal. It was just tape. Then she tried poster putty. Again, she goes to class. It falls down and it's laying on the couch. At this point, she tries thumbtacks. She goes to class. Flag falls again. I come over to visit one weekend. She asked me to try to nail this flag to the wall. So I did. Stays for a couple days. She goes to class and it falls onto the couch. She's convinced that that first apartment she had was haunted by a Union soldier. Keep up the good work. Love listening to the show. Have a great day. Thank you, Pastor Greg. Okay, we got to go back to this cross thing. We'll be right back. Bloody FM presents Hometown Ghost Stories, a paranormal podcast that investigates a new town every week, bringing you all the hauntings from haunted houses to castles, bridges to asylums, wandering spirits to demons. Over 100 episodes covering different towns all over the world. Tune in to Hometown Ghost Stories live on YouTube every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern or on any podcast platform and find out if your hometown is haunted. No kidding. How does it slide down the wall? I don't know, but doesn't that make you think? I can't remember which conjuring it was, but they had like a bunch yes. of crosses. Yes. And they all start Upside down. spinning. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's a good one. Oh. Okay, so this next story has been messing with me for a straight week now. Really? Hey, Julie. Hey, Rebecca. I have a story for you guys that may need some debunking. There's a lot of people in my family that are skeptics and they just think we're nuts. So let me know what you guys think. Okay, so for a little bit of background, I am from a really small town in Utah. And in the town, we have a place called the Slovenian Home. Now, the Slovenian Home is where all of the Slovenians go to make strudel, to party, to make pizza, all of the Slovenian things. So one night, my cousin was actually having a party there. And they were just drinking, having a good time. And of course, they take pictures as one does. So they had their fun, went home, and next day, of course, they go and post all of the pictures from the party on Facebook. So they get a comment on one of the pictures asking, what's behind so-and-so? So behind the second guy in the picture, you can see someone or something kind of sitting in the very back of the building, but it's kind of tricky to explain because it doesn't look like a full person. Whatever this is, it's a lot foggier and it's not as clear as the other people in the photo. The expression on its face is open. It almost looks like it's screaming. You can see the clothes it's wearing and it just looks very dated. And right above this thing is kind of a white mist. So of course, after analyzing it, 
cousin goes and talks to all of his friends and is like, what is this? Like, was anybody there that looked like this? And everybody's like, no, that doesn't even look like a real person. So that's the story. Thanks for listening. Your podcast is awesome. I love listening to you guys. So you'll have to let me know what you think. Okay, thank you. That is actually from Maddie. Um, First of all, how do we get invited to one of these parties? No kidding, because it looks like a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, it sounds great. And again, right. this is another one you're going to need. The companion blog, hauntedaf.com. Yes. Go to episode five season five in the blogs to see these pictures so we have one you can just tell it's like guys partying down these guys are cute too Um, super cute yeah and then you see this weirdness (laughs) kind of going on behind them and so I went in and kind of brightened it a little bit so you can get a better look at this what do you think this is girl I think this is an effing leprechaun I'm not joking. It looks like it looks like it is a jerky teen redheaded kid and it looks like he's mocking the guy in the photo, I think, and I think it's his tongue sticking out of his mouth <sighs> as opposed to him screaming. But do you not think it looks like a leprechaun? No, it but I see a face and I see what looks like it could be a mouth and a hat and eyes and something that yeah, almost like, looks like hey. a jacket. It almost looks like yeah. somebody could be yawning. It's really weird. It feels like like a solid case of that pareidolia or uh-huh. where you see something and your brain sees one thing, but then somebody says, no, it's actually this. You know, there's that thing going around on social media right now where it looks like a man with a backpack walking into the woods in the snow. But then somebody right. says, no, it's a dog. And then you're like, duh, you see the dog. Uh, so I right. feel like it's one of those things where you look at it and your brain says, oh, that's a person screaming. But Maddie did send a picture of what this Slovenian home looks like. And it just looks like a rec center. And you can see that back corner. There's nothing there on the wall. Of course, the guys who were there at the party said they don't know what that is. They can't tell. So, uh... I don't see the leprechaun. Really? Because it looks like he's wearing like a white frilly shirt with the ascot type thing. Yeah. No, I can see that. And it's weird though, because it's like, you can see the table and it looks like there might be a beer can sitting in front of him. Right. Okay. We need everybody, because somebody's going to look at this and they're going to go, oh no, that's a person. No, 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 no. We're all going to go, oh, <laughs> oh. I see it. Yes. So whatever your thoughts are, hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Fill us in so we can pass this information on to Maddie. So finally, we're going to wrap it up with the story from Alicia. She says, my grandmother had a ghost friend for most of her life. When she was little, she thought he was an imaginary friend, but he never went away. His name was Red, and when I was born as the first grandchild, he was very excited. My parents lived with my grandfather (laughs) in a house next to a natural reserve park. My mom and dad lived in the basement, and when I was an infant, I had a nursery upstairs. My mother was often home alone with me at night, as my grandfather and father both worked late shifts in a factory. One Mm -hmm. night, mom had put me to bed and was resting in the basement when she heard what sounded like men's footsteps going up the basement stairs. She was alone at this point and thought someone had broken in. So she found a baseball bat and crept up the stairs to defend me from the intruder. When she reached the top steps, however, she could hear me laughing in my crib and the sounds of toys going off. Now I was just a small baby at this point. I couldn't do anything but roll around. So she was really scared to hear my toys. She rushed into my room with that bat raised above her head and found me alone laughing in my crib while every toy I had was going off all at once. Oh. 
She knew it was my grandmother's ghost friend, Red. So the next morning she calls her and says, come get your freaking ghost. My grandmother just laughed and said, ha ha ha, I wondered where he had gone. He bothered my mother on many occasions and apparently hung out with baby me a lot. Another time, my mom was again alone in the house, but this time during a blizzard. She was cleaning and had left me on the bed with blankets around to keep me from rolling off of it. So she comes back to check on me, but found me missing. Of course, she freaked out thinking I had rolled off the bed, but couldn't find me anywhere. She checked all the rooms and then went outside in the snow where she ran all the way around the house. Terrified, she calls my dad, who came straight home to look for me. Together, they searched the house with my dad at one point even pulling the mattress off the bed. They finally gave up and grabbed the phone to call the police. Then they walked back to my room as the phone was ringing. That's where they found me, not yet old enough to walk, mind you, sitting and giggling on the overturned mattress. In total, I was gone for about two hours. No freaking way. Right, right. Okay, so years later, they went to a family reunion in Tennessee and stayed with my aunt. My mother woke up late one night and saw my father up and looking out the window. She sat up and said, come back to bed. So he turns and looks at her, but then he just turns around and looks back out the window. So she rolls over, annoyed that he had ignored her, but she comes face to face with my sleeping dad. Oh my God! Yeah, she looks back at the window and no one was there. The next morning she asked my grandmother, so what does Red look like? And my grandmother laughed and said, he looks just like your husband. That's why I call him Red. He has the same red hair. If you want to hear more of my ghost stories, let me know. I have come to terms with the fact that like my grandmother, ghosts like me. I am a medium, albeit an unwilling one. And I have lots of stories from my 30 years on this planet. Just hit me up if you want more. Best, Alicia. First of all, we need to talk to your grandma. Like, I need to know, why was Red? following her around what was the story with this red guy i mean did she know him like personally maybe or is it just a random something that was in their house or whatever and what does grandpa think about this like how weird would that be if you had a ghost your whole life and then you get married and everything like ooh. so alicia yes we need lots more stories from you and we need more information about red we gotta get more background on this guy yeah i also want to revisit the missing baby for two hours here okay can we get like a hypnotist on the situation maybe go back is there any way that they could do that to try to figure out where she was for those two hours god i don't know what a thought to do like like repressed memories of some sort right don't you want to know okay that's another thing floating on the ceiling and stuff okay if you are a hypnotherapist and you know anything about doing repressed memories let us know hauntedayofpodcast at gmail.com don't forget to send us your stories we like them written we like them recorded you can do audio you can do video all of that stuff, please send us again, hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Especially for this week, because we have so many things we need to know. Like, we need to know what you think about these pictures from the Slovenian house story. We need to know mm-hmm. what you think about that thing that's creeping around Inez's house. Yeah. And for those of you who have Teslas, again, we need to find out what's going on in an empty parking lot. Like, we know that there's creepers happening in the graveyard, but what mm-hmm. happens if you're just sitting in a parking lot? We also need to talk about this phenomenon of ghosts moving kids. You know, like the story we just had from Alicia. Uh-huh. In fact, we just got a TikTok video. I'm going to try to sit on this for a week, but it's absolutely terrifying of what appears to be a little girl being pulled underneath her crib. Okay. No. Yeah. Well. And that's all coming up on the next Haunted AF. And don't forget to subscribe to Haunted AF on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TikTok. You can even contact us directly through our website. Website, hauntedaf.com.
Vance.com. Gotta say thanks to Andrew Mamalika and Travis Vance for the Haunted AF theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. Also, big thanks to all of the Haunted AF Patreon supporters. Most of all, we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. 